Welcome to Red Zone Sports. What's up, everybody? How's it going? It is week two in college football. We are back to run through the full slate here for Saturday. Uh, the main slate, the early slate, however you want to call it or say it. Uh, hopefully, everybody's had a good start to the year. Last weekend was a profitable one for myself. Hopefully, it was for you as well. Uh, not a ton of people were on Colorado. This guy was, and uh, that paid off well. My only regret is uh, I wasn't on them enough. I was mainly single stacking them, not sure what we were going to get. But boy, did they deliver, and they are the talk of college football now. Uh, Let me tell you, they're not going to be under-owned this week. So uh, hopefully play with some of that. Uh, And in the YouTube comments, uh, before about a couple hours before lock on Saturday, I dropped in there Dylan Edwards to throw in. So uh that helped me cash quite a bit and again hopefully you're paying attention and, and on that uh if not make sure you're following me on social media uh on twitter x whatever you call it and you're subscribed here on youtube and following along um so before we get rolling don't forget to hit that like button it helps us a ton uh with the old youtube algorithm so really appreciate it but let's jump to it College football, week two, we have a pretty big slate here. Notre Dame goes on the road to NC State. Seven and a half point favorite, James Madison and Virginia. Virginia is a six and a half point dog, which is pretty wild to see. Poor Virginia. Purdue goes to Virginia Tech for minus three to the Hokies. Uh, You've got Troy going to Kansas State, a 16 and a half point favorite there. Uh, All those games are kind of hovering around that 50 point mark for a total. You've got Utah going to Baylor. Uh, Boy, Baylor. Uh, Seven and a half point favorite to the Utes. Nebraska, Colorado, minus three, two and a half or so for uh, Colorado right now with a massive 60 over under on that game. Eastern Kentucky has to unfortunately play Kentucky this week, so that should be a bloodbath. A&M goes to Miami as one of the premier games on uh, on the college football docket. Four and a half point favorite for the Aggies and Miami is a fifth, or I'm sorry, the over under on that is 51 52. Iowa goes to Iowa State with a whopping 36 over under in this one. Uh, we're not going to be playing much of that game. So moving on, UTEP uh, at Northwestern, they are a slight bump at a 38 and a half over under total there. Another game you could probably cross out. UNLV goes to Michigan where there's a almost 60 total on that game. And Michigan is a 35 and a half point favorite. Marshall and East Carolina. And then Ole Miss and Tulane, another massive game on this slate. Coming in at the highest over under uh, and Ole Miss being a seven and a half point favorite with a 64 and a half game total. So where are we going this week? Um, I think this week is going to be pretty interesting. They finally... We, always, we talked about it last week where the pricing is always a little bit weird for week one. I mean, you had guys like uh, Corum and Judkins and like, the what was it, the low sevens, high sixes, which was just bananas. Um, Dylan Edwards. So all these guys, the pricing self-corrected is what we kind of thought. Um, so we're going to have much more challenges there in terms of being able to squeeze in major studs. For example, Colorado is extremely expensive. That, that core <clears throat> corrected in a major way. You've also got Old Miss. I think they did a pretty good job on this slate, to be honest. They uh, they took the highest totals on the day, priced those players up, and uh, it's going to be a little bit tricky. So let's try to navigate this. Where are we going? 
Well, I think there's a few quarterbacks I like up top. I think there's a few quarterbacks in the middle. And there's a few down low that uh, below 8K that I have some interest in. So if we're going up top, Jackson Dart for Old Miss uh, in the highest over-under total of the day. Jackson Dart looked freaking awesome last week. I know they were playing New Mexico, so it didn't really count for much. Nonetheless, he looked really good, really in command. Tulane is going to be a tougher test for sure. Um, I'm not sure how healthy uh, Pratt is for them, which gives me a little bit of hesitancy. But Tulane's team overall is really solid. Um, so I like Jackson Dart. The challenge with him is 9,700 is a lot. Uh, and if you're going to fit in some of his major pass catchers like Trey Harris, you're going to be paying a pretty penny to do that. Um, but he is in a good spot. I do like Jackson Dart if you can get to him. Shadir Sanders, 9,400. Told you they self-corrected. Uh, he is priced up in a big way, but rightfully so. When you set up a school passing record in your first start, uh, that's what happens. Um, good play. He's in my player pool for sure this week. Uh, you just got to find ways to get different in either the running back position or in your secondary stack, which we'll hit on. Connor Wegman for AM. I have some interest there at 9K. He looked phenomenal, but they are, uh, I'm sorry, AM played New Mexico. Going back to the Jackson Dart thing. Forget what I said about Old Miss. Uh, Connor Wegman goes to Miami. I think that's going to be a pretty good game. So you're going to get four quarters. My guess is out of Wegman this week at 9K. I think he's in a pretty he's a pretty good play uh, with some solid weapons. Uh, then we drop down. Will Howard, I think, has to be considered at Kansas State. He's got a cupcake matchup, and he balled out last week. More than likely, we're going to see that again from them. Um, but the one guy that I have some serious interest in is Sam Hartman. 8,600, he's looked phenomenal for Notre Dame. They have not played anybody yet. Now they do. NC State is a tougher team than they've played yet all year. Uh, they've got an offense. They've got, I mean, they've got dudes. And so Sam Hartman last year tore these guys apart uh, playing for Wake Forest. He's now at Notre Dame, obviously. I think this is a really good spot for Notre Dame after seeing Clemson go down earlier this week uh, to come out and just blast NC State. I think Notre Dame comes out and shells them. Uh, I think it's a really good spot. Again, everyone's kind of not really taking Notre Dame too seriously because of their matchups so far. I think this is a breakout party for Sam Hartman that propels him kind of into that next category of, okay, do we need to be watching out for these guys for a playoff run slash a Heisman run? Um, so Sam Hartman, 8,600 is one of my favorites on the slate. <clears throat> and right below that, I love Devin Leary this week for Kentucky. The man who transferred out of NC State, uh, he had a rocky game to start. Uh, Kentucky starts SEC games here in a few weeks. Uh, we saw Ray Davis get loose last week and tear it up. I know Kentucky knows that that running game is there for them, and Ray Davis is a stud, but they need to get this passing game going before they hit SEC play. So I like Kentucky big here as a get-right game at home before competition picks up a little bit. At 8,300, I'm going to have a lot of Devin Leary, and at 8,600, a lot of Sam Hartman this week. Uh, those are probably my two favorites uh, there. And then I think you've got three guys that you can probably consider that are below that 8K range. Tyler Van Dyke. Everyone's down on this kid. Two years ago, he was being talked about as like a top 10 draft pick. The talent's still there. I firmly believe, as I've heard on multiple shows and podcasts this week, very similar story uh, to Quint Ewers at Texas, not to get off on a tangent. I don't think Miami threw 10% of that playbook out there last week. I think they kept everything in-house with the new OC. Um, 
and they said we are going to be as vanilla as possible and just roll Miami of Ohio, we're saving everything for next week in AM. So I think Tyler Van Dyke is a very sneaky play. My guess is he's going to get very little ownership. Everyone thinks AM's defense is legit. It is. It's their defensive line and linebackers that are the best part of that. Um, so, yes, pass rush is a concern, but I think they're going to have to pass if they want to win this game as the run game is going to be stifled here. So Tyler Van Dyke, he's on my sneaky watch. Grant Wells for Virginia Tech had a really good game transferring from Marshall last year to start his career for the Hokies. He's 7,400. He's a running quarterback as well. So I like that dual threat ability. Um, Grant Wells is in my player pool for sure. And then Hudson Card is kind of the X factor, I think. If you want to be getting up there to play some really expensive Jackson Dart or Shadir Sanders uh, stacks and you don't want to uh, sacrifice necessarily at running back, You've got a 6K quarterback here for Purdue. Hudson Card had a good game last week, threw the ball all over the field. They're a three-point dog on the road. So essentially, you know, if you take in home field advantage, they're about an even-money team here uh, with a 50 over-under. I like this spot quite a bit. I think Purdue-Virginia Tech, this game could get a little bit bonkers. Both defenses are not very good. Um, and Hudson Card at 6K is not the worst play in the world. So that's kind of my quarterback player pool this week. On to running backs, Corum and Judkins up top. I don't really need to speak too much about those guys. Uh, the only fear for Corum is blowout. Uh, you know, could they be up on UNLV 21-0 in the first quarter and they just he gets 9, 10 carries again? Uh, he could still have a very good game, but is he going to hit value? That's my big question. So Corum's up top if you think they get it through the running game this week. Judkins, I think, should be more involved this week. As I mentioned, Tulane is a better opponent. Uh, they're going to challenge Old Miss a little bit more if this game's close. Dude, if you, you're telling me he's going to get 15, no, I'd say 15, 18, 20 carries or 20 touches in this game, I'm all over Judkins this week. I think he might be the best player on the board if that's the case. Uh, Ray Davis, we talked about him at 7,700. I'm leaning more on the Kentucky passing game this week, but he is still a very good back and a very good play. Dylan Edwards at 6,500. I don't know how you ignore what you saw last week. Uh, one of the most explosive performances I've seen from a true freshman. Um, I, I think he's got to be in your player pool. Like 6,500, if they're going to use him like that out of, the, out of the backfield in the passing game, uh, yeah, this kid just needs to house one or two of them and you're hitting value. Um, so he's in my pool. Kamani Vidal for Troy, 5,900. Troy's got a tough matchup this week, but this dude just gets insane volume. Um uh, he's going to get like 25 plus touches in this game. So I think he's got to be considered there. Caleb Johnson, I, I discussed, I'm disgusted at myself for even mentioning an Iowa player, but he's on there. I probably won't play him a whole lot though. Uh, Basial Tutin for Virginia Tech. I'm probably saying that wrong, but I talked about how I like this Virginia Tech game quite a bit. Uh, he outtouched the other back there uh, last week. He is the bona fide number one for the hoax. Um, at 5,600, I think he's a pretty solid play. And then two guys down low. These guys are going to be massively popular. Don't kid yourself. Everyone in the world I've seen post about it, talk about it this week. Uh, but again, another avenue if you want to get different in your or if you want to get up to some of these high-priced guys, the builds are going to be Jackson Dart and Old Miss or Sanders in Colorado paired with either Rasheen Ali from Marshall at 4,800 or Kalon Black for uh, James Madison at 4,200. Those are the bell cow backs for both of those schools. They're both in decent matchups. And uh, I think favorite, let's double check that. What's the Marshall spread here? 
Um, I don't have it written down. So, but yes, Ali and Black, 4,800, 4,200. They're going to be wildly popular. Just be ready for it. So, and just remember that when you're building your lineups. Again, I think most common man and gal out there is going to start Ali Black. And then they may go Dart and Sanders up top or at least one of those stacks. So if you're going to do it, just play that, uh, play that and know that into consideration when you're building in terms of trying to get a little bit contrarian if you're playing tournaments. Um, that's kind of my running back pool. On to wide receivers. Because we talked about it. I mean, I'm going to pair it up with most of the quarterbacks that I like. You've got Trey Harris way up top for Ole Miss. You've got Joe Horn and Xavier Weaver for Colorado right there with Travis Hunter. All three guys are over 7K. Uh, I mean, if Colorado's going to throw the ball 50 times again, I don't see that's a bad bad problem. I mean, it's not a problem at all. Evan Stewart for AM at 7,100. He looks the part, man. He looks like a dude. Uh, so I don't mind that price tag whatsoever, especially if you're playing AM stacks. Um, moving down, Ali Jennings is the clear one for Virginia Tech. I like him. Jaden Thomas is probably the guy I'm going to pair with at Notre Dame. Uh, either him or um, Jaden Greathouse. Uh, so I think those are two of his main guys. I also like, uh, let's see, Notre Dame. Uh, Chris Tyree. Sorry, guys. Uh, he's lower, kind of in that 5K range, I believe. Um, I like Tyree quite a bit. They haven't had to lean on him yet. You know, he's the senior and the veteran in the group. But obviously, we talked about being a little bit more of a challenging matchup here. 5,100, I think Chris Tyree is a pretty interesting play, to be honest. Uh, just because uh, this game's more competitive, I could see them really leaning on him uh, here. So, 5,100, like him. I know he kind of skipped ahead. Uh, Jaquan Jackson for Tulane is probably the guy if you can bring it back and afford it uh, if you're playing Old Miss side. I talked about potentially an injury to Pratt. If Pratt's not hurt, you could definitely go to that side of the ball as well. He's a damn good quarterback, but um, I'm hearing some interesting rumors this week. I don't I don't know if they're true, so please don't like take that and say scratch them off. Do your own homework and due diligence. If I see anything on social media, I'll definitely make sure I, I point that out, but I've just heard some rumors that he might not be 100% healthy here. Uh, moving down. I like uh, Jordan Watkins, again, another guy for Old Miss. Lawrence Keys for Tulane. Again, starting to get us theme here, guys. Tulane, Old Miss, Colorado, all these guys are priced up, but rightfully so. Uh, RJ Garcia for KSU. Kansas State, I think he's in a pretty good spot. Colby Young is my guy who I'm pairing up Tyler Van Dyke with, uh, if I can get there. Barryon Brown for Kentucky, 5,600. Uh, I don't love him quite as much as I do Dane Key at 4,700. Uh, I think that's my preferred guy for Kentucky, but I'll mix and match both him and Brown. Uh, Anaya Smith, I think, is a sneaky one for AM to keep an eye on this week. Uh, top flight recruit. He got injured last year. He was like the best receiver on the team, I believe. Broke his leg or something like that. Was out for the year. He didn't have a very big game uh, last week, so I think he might be kind of a forgotten guy this week. Uh, if people are going to flock to AM, they're probably going to go to uh, Evan Stewart or Noah. Um, I think Anais Smith kind of sneaky guys. 5,500. Roman Wilson, Michigan. If you're going to do Michigan or if you want to just get a piece of that, got caught three touchdowns last week. So he's the clear one there. Uh, if you think they just boat race UNLV and are out by halftime, hell yeah, get on that. Deion Burks is my favorite uh, receiver for Purdue at 4,800. So if you're going with the Hudson card route, that's the guy I would match him up with. Uh, I do like him by himself as well. Um, 
let's see, I mentioned Jaden Greathouse for Notre Dame and both and Dane Key, both at 4,700. I like both of those guys this week. Reggie Brown for James Madison. Looks like he's probably the one there uh, for James Madison at 4,500. Uh, again, they're favored against Virginia, which is wild. But yeah, if you think for, James Madison takes it to him, uh, get some Reggie Brown on your teams. Ben Sennett for Kansas State. He's a tight end, uh, but Kansas State uses their tight end, and he had a huge game last week. So someone to consider, uh, Moose Muhammad for AM, 4,200. The problem with AM is I'm you again, you're kind of seeing here is they've got a lot of guys, right? They run a spread offense. Um, it's gonna be tough to kind of pinpoint who is going to light it up. I don't think they have nearly the success, obviously, like they did last week. But uh, some of these guys are going to have good games. So, you know, this Miami game is kind of a sneaky shootout opportunity potentially. So keep your eye on that. Moose Muhammad at 4,200 is a good play. I think Xavier Restrepo on the other side of that, 4,100, is a starting slot receiver for Miami. Uh, I think he had like 13, 14 DraftKings points last week. He's a really smart or sharp play as well. Chuck Montgomery from Marshall at 4,100 had a great game last week. Uh, Abdur Rahman Yassin for Purdue at 3,900 is probably the lowest I'm going this week. Uh, he's kind of receiver two for Purdue. Again, if you like that side and, or if you want to mix him into some teams, don't have any problem with that. Um, and again, some of my favorite stacks this week are going to be, if you can get up there, Ole Miss and Colorado, I absolutely like for sure. Um, I will have AM and Miami sprinkled in. Notre Dame and Kentucky are probably my two favorites with Virginia Tech and Purdue kind of following those up. So um, if I had to stack rank them for me, I'm probably going, again, taking pricing out of this. Colorado, I think Ole Miss are one, two. Then you're going Kentucky, Notre Dame, uh, Purdue, Virginia Tech for me. Um, mixing in a little bit of Kansas State, mixing in a little bit of Miami, mixing in a little bit of AM. So that's kind of where I'm rolling this week. Uh, I'm going to keep player pool as tight as I can. Uh, I think it's smaller than last week. I think, you know, we get a little bit more data. We get a clearer path on where we like and where we're going to go. Matchups, all that. So that's it. Uh, it is Thursday as I'm recording this. So again, follow me on Twitter at the Notorious VJL. Right there uh, in the corner of your screen, I am posting and doing things all the way leading up to lock. So if I have any news, I will share it there. Um, we are at Red Zone Sports. Our, our home account tweets out information and stuff as they see it. And then also, don't forget to hit thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. It helps us a ton. I do typically, if I'm adding some guys to my player pool, uh, before lock, like Saturday morning, I'm dropping them into the YouTube comments as well. So you can check any of those spots uh, and good luck this week. Let's have a week. Let's make some coin. See you next time.